Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Surviving with Jen. We have a reoccurring guest tonight. It is Zach, one more time. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy. So today we will be talking about your favorite topic, sex. We're going to talk about sex in the South. So Zach, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Great. It's been a pretty good day. I'm glad you've had a good day. So, I'm going to get right to it. When's the last time you had sex? Um, let's see. It's probably been about three weeks or a month or so. Am I allowed to ask how it was? Oh, it it, it was great. Um, you know, the girl, the, and I think the only reason we're not still sleeping together is because um, she just kind of sucked with communication and, you know, I would text back and snap back and she just slowly quit replying which made me not put any effort because why am i gonna chase someone if they're not gonna put in effort i agree with that one thousand percent is why am i gonna put effort like, into someone yeah, who's not putting effort into i mean granted she, she ended up like getting you know covid and everything and was confined at home but like if you're at home with COVID and you're not doing anything all day and you're like posting snaps, but you're not responding. I'm just like, all right, well, if you're not responding to me, you're obviously not interested and I'm not going to put in any more effort. So I moved on. Uh, I feel like we're yeah. the same person yeah. in that regard. <laughs> like if you don't text me back, I'm not texting you because bitch, I know you see my message. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have an Apple watch, I know you got that notification. So I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. So, all right. First actual question is, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 14. Uh, let's see. I'm trying. It was October 26, 2008. Oh, shit. He's got it down to the day. I, I do have it down <laughs> to the day because I remember uh, I'm, I'm very good with dates. And so, like, I'm usually really good at remembering birthdays, things of that nature. It was my first girlfriend, my freshman year of high school, and I remember we had um, been dating for about, I want to say it was two months and 13 days, and... You're like better than me, you get down to a fucking day. (laughs) I, I remember the day it happened, and how I thought it was for me. And how naive I was, you know, back then, just, you know, because obviously now I have stamina, it's been, you know, 13 years, so I know what I'm doing now, but like back then, um, you know, you have porn that, you know, you have to delete (laughs) from your browser history so your parents don't find it, (laughs) and that's all you have to go on, and so... I remember it happening, you know, I put on a condom, everything, go for like 30 seconds, finish, and I was like, how was that for you? (laughs) You know? And she was like, it was amazing. I loved it. Or what did she say? That part, I don't remember. Um, You know, it was also one of those, I got mine, I don't care. Obviously, I'm not that way anymore. Like, I got a reputation. You got a reputation to uphold. Exactly. To uphold. I got to make sure I do my job. Um, But yeah, I was 14. What about you? 
I was 15. I had just turned 15. I'm not going to go into detail on the podcast and tell you everything. I will tell you that another time, but we'll just say it was a very important day in my life. I had just turned 15, and the guy that um, took my virginity, it was also his first time. So we took each other's virginity. And it's hilarious because I'm not going to go into like full detail, but I remember when we got down to it, he was like, all right. I think we should do it like this. And I had never done it, so I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Wait, when when y'all got down to it or when you got down when to it? When we got down to okay, it, okay. yes. So I was like, are we doing this right? And he was like, I think so. I saw this on porn. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do it like this because I saw it on porn. And I'm like... Again, that that's really all you have to go off of, you know. <laughs> and hopefully they're watching the amateur stuff because like... When you watch some of that stuff that's like, you know, the professionals directed, and directed that it's just not realistic. And then like I've watched interviews of like porn stars on like TikTok, things of that nature now where you find out how not real it is, like how they'll be there for four hours filming a 15 minute scene. And it's just like, oh, so you're telling me these porn stars don't last two hours Okay, cool. That makes me feel a lot better. And that is my biggest thing and why I wanted to talk about this. And like, I understand people that are like tuning in and listening into this. It might make them a little uncomfortable, but like. Fuck you. We don't care if it makes you uncomfortable. Facts. Like if you, if it it makes you uncomfortable, turn it off. Exactly. It's explicit. It's marked explicit. You know, whatever. Well, a big thing for me here in the South is like a big pet peeve is like we are not educated on sex the way that we should be. I think everyone goes through health and like the only thing that I remember learning in health is like they tell you you're going to get pregnant and then they tell you the STIs and STDs and then that's about it. How was it for you? Because I remember that's how it was for me. My parents had to sign like a consent form saying that I could go through health class and learn about this shit. But that was like to the extent because my parents never went into detail, especially being a female. They never went into detail of like, it's normal. You can feel like this. You should feel like that. And I feel like personally, had my parents been open and honest with me about sex, I wouldn't be in a position where I'm at now where it's hard for some men to get me off because let's just be honest. Why am I going to be openly vulnerable with just anybody that I'm having sex with if you're not going to be openly vulnerable with me? I feel like women, women are different though. Some have to be emotionally attached to someone for them to get off. Others, you know, get off super easily and others need to just be hit in the face with a brick apparently to get (laughs) to get off i don't need to be hit in the face with a brick you know but i mean (laughs) and women are also the type that will say oh men will fuck anything yet they're out here literally fucking faucets they're fucking giant um cucumbers cucumbers eggplants any anything that they can (laughs) stick in there and masturbate with we have a sex store guys there are sex stores for a reason let me tell you the vibrators they are amazing speaking of um don't get mad at me uh so the other day i was going out with some friends and i was like oh i need a haircut so i stopped into a cuts by us Mm -hmm. i know 
I'm not um, mad. It's yeah. fine. Shit she, happens. She's my hairdresser. I don't normally, you know, cheat on her I getting another haircut. But happens. time was of the essence. So I go in. I start talking uh, to the girl cutting my hair. She was she was super cool. She looked like she was in her 40s or 50s. Had purple hair, short tattoos all over. So I knew she was going to be fun to talk to. I love it. I'm here. And. For she starts talking about like uh, you know these museums that she likes, and we started talking about uh, the Death Museum in New Orleans. I went to that, and let me tell you, it was a lot of fun. Oh, really? I didn't like it. Um, but anyway, she starts talking about how she was in uh, New Orleans, and she stumbled in on this dildo museum. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know. I feel like that it would be cool to like stumble in and be like, oh, this is a thing. But it's also like at a certain point, dildos get so big that how is it physically possible to use them? So personally for me, I will say, okay, every female is different Mm -hmm. because and let me tell you, there's this very unfair advantage that women have is that we don't have to be penetrated to come. We don't have to. Oh, I know. We can come from nipple play. We can come from mm-hmm. clip play. Like there's and, and typically when you get your, uh, I've heard this from one of my friends, Lindsay. I'm giving you a shout out. A hey, shout out, um, Lindsay. She has her nipples pierced, and she said once she got them pierced, like when the stimulation, the stimulation from her nipples now is like enhanced, and so um, it's easier. For her to get all. Okay, so I will openly say I did have my nipples pierced. It made my nipples more sensitive. Yes, did it help in that sense? No. I'm not saying that I'm someone that has to be emotionally, like, whatever, attached to somebody. But I do have to feel some sort of, like, vulnerability with you. And for those few people that have made me come, no shade being thrown here... But those few people that have made me come, it hasn't been from me being like emotionally stimulated per se. It's more or less the fact that you made me feel comfortable mm-hmm. with you 100%. And I'm not saying that I'm not comfortable with the people that I have sex with because let's all just get that out of the way. You have to be, to an extent, comfortable enough with somebody to be completely vulnerable to get completely naked yeah don't you like i mean at least for me or women in general like well someone i know i know some people that you know they'll be like oh he's super hot i want to fuck him and they don't care they just fuck him anyways yeah they they do it anyways and i'm just like cool you do that um might want to get tested after yes let's let's go ahead and like address that if you are out here and you're on your hoe phase Live your best life. I am here for it. Live your best life, but also get tested. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not want to end up with something that you cannot get rid of. Like, the importance of that. Like, let's yeah. just be real. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Not only can it, like, affect you for the rest of your life, but women, if you get HIV or something that you can't get rid of, like, that will carry on to your children. Even herpes. Like, that's oh, a fucking yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, I... I Obviously, I'm not going to call it names, but I know someone who, um, not well, but they 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 got herpes because the person they dated uh, ended up like 
cheating on them with like their ex and got it and then gave it to them and then ended up breaking up with them and going back to their ex anyway and so now that so now they herpes. yeah so now they have herpes and you know basically luckily he he's a good guy and he discloses it with you know Whoever anyone his sexual partners he, are. anyone he's interested in um obviously he doesn't sleep around for that very reason but it it, it definitely is very life changing and makes I would think just dating in general, like, just that much harder because, like, hey, I have, you know, an STD. Do you want to go out on a date? Like, you know, most people are going to be like, no, I'm good. So while we're on that topic, if you were to have a disease, disclaimer, Zach does not have any diseases. Neither do I. Just letting everyone know. But just, just attractiveness. That's the only disease <laughs> I feel like I have. I just can't get rid of it, you guys. <laughs> I will say he is attractive. I have no ugly friends. Just, you know, throwing that I, out I'm there. the same way. Like, when people are like, don't you have any ugly friends? No. Why would I surround myself with ugly people? You become who you hang out with. Exactly. I do not want exactly. to be ugly. I need, I need positive vibes. Yes. So... If you were to have a disease, is that something that you would disclose immediately? Or is that something that you would go on a few dates with someone, get to know them, make sure that you're comfortable with them, and then let them know? Or, like, what is your take on that? So, I I feel like I would definitely, if that were the case, I would probably get off of dating apps. Because I feel like I would either have to disclose that on my bio, or I would have to say that while we're having a conversation and more likely that conversation is going to go with me getting unmatched like because no one who's on a dating app they're either looking for fun or they're looking for a relationship and they're not they don't want to deal with that so i feel like i would have to definitely change my venue or like way of meeting women Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I don't know like I, i I've known some people that have gotten STDs, but they've been the ones that are treatable and Mm -hmm. you can get rid of. It hasn't been like herpes or AIDS. It's been like syphilis or gonorrhea gonorrhea. or something like that. Antibiotics. They're amazing. Um, No, So I've never been... Is it coming from experience? You're saying antibiotics? No, antibiotics as in I just had a fucking cold and I'm just getting my voice back just in case anyone thinks Uh I sound weird. I... Thank God I am 28 years old and I have never, let me knock on wood, I have never had a disease. That's granite, by the way. Well, I need some wood. (laughs) Um, Help me out here. (laughs) Oh, your stool is wood. There we go. All right. So let's knock on wood. I have never had a disease, thankfully. And I would, okay, I'm not embarrassed to say this and I don't care who's listening, but like I have a feeling that everyone has been through a hoe phase. Um where you're either discovering yourself or whatever but i will think i okay i say that how do you know you like something if you haven't tried it so i like to think that because i am experienced when i get married if i were to get married and let's let me just clear this up marriage is an end goal for me like that is something that i eventually want i'm 28 i'm not pushing the limit yet to some people's standards, maybe, yeah. But 
in my head, I'm not pushing the limit yet. If I'm not married by 40, then I'm going to be concerned. But and marriage is the end goal. But I oh, I, I I have one of those um, uh, buddies. Mm-hmm. So like by 40, if uh, I'm not married, well, hopefully they aren't either. Because we've made a pact. If mm-hmm. we're both single by 40, we're getting married. I had a pact for the benefits. like that. I had a pact like that. And unfortunately, Nate, if you're out there, he got married. So shout out. Very happy for you. Thank God we never like um, we never went there. We never crossed that line. But we were so close to where we were like, all right, by this age, if neither one of us is married, we're just going to date and we're going to get married. Yeah. We like... I just need the tax benefits and the split mortgage. That That's really what I need. Um, other than that, yeah. I need to find a new friend to make that pact with. If not, I am an independent woman. I have no need for a man. Do hey, I want you, one? I mean, you, yes. you, should just, you should just do what I do right now. I'm, I'm single. I'm very content with being single. And, you know, it's mid-November. Well... It's the 14th, so it's not, yeah, yeah, it's it's about mid-November. And the past, like, two weeks, I've been just chilling on my couch watching the Hallmark Christmas Channel, Mm -hmm. watching movies, living vicariously through that, uh, under my blanket, crying every now and then, you know, because there are some sad ones. So, fortunately, I do have a friend. Um, We're not going to get into details, but I have a friend for now. Um, We'll see how that goes. Um, But... Fortunately, I have not had any diseases, so I have not had to disclose that to anyone. Let's, um, next question. Um, as going, like, as a single man, what was your hoe phase like? What was that like for you? Which one? How many have you had? Multiple. I've had, I've had multiple hoe phases. Um, probably the biggest one was, of course, when I was at Alabama, um, I had like a mild one when I first got there. I was sleeping with three women at the same time. Um, not not the same time. Like <laughs> he had a foursome, guys. Orgy it, up in a. If only that that'd be that'd be something to knock off a bucket list. But um, it, it did happen all in the same day once, and um, no judgment here. Yeah. And it it was okay, and then I actually started to like one of the girls, and we ended up dating, and we dated for probably, like, close to, you know, I think it was either nine months or a year, and then obviously that ended, and I kind of just went crazy, and then I think I, 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 like, went crazy for maybe a year year and a half and then I transferred home to um Huntsville and I guess it kind of was still going on but of course at the time you know I was living with my mom so it kind of felt like high school where I'd be like hey my mom is at home you want to come over (laughs) or (laughs) or I'd have to go over to their place um and yeah and that's that's honestly how i met my friend Lindsay. like me and her are like best friends we've been best friends for six years and we started out hooking up and um 
yeah and then it just didn't work out and then we've been best friends ever since yeah i've been her wingman multiple times she's attempted to be mine um she kind of sucks at it <laughs> just just no throwing shade, that out there no just, shade. <laughs> just throwing that out there uh you have not gotten me laid do better once do better get friends that actually like me um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, did you meet Lindsay in your hoe phase? Um, so, we, we had matched when I was still at Bama, but obviously didn't go anywhere because, like, that's two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back, or when I came back, we matched again. And then, at the time, she was an engineering major, so we had, like, one or two classes together. Mm-hmm. And we also found out we were going to Tuscaloosa the same weekend. And so we decided to um, just ride with each other. And so the first time we really hung out outside of class was when I was driving her to Tuscaloosa Mm -hmm. to see her friend. And the funny thing was, such a small world, the friend that she was going to see and stay with was best friends and in the same friend group as the friend I was going down to see. Interesting. And so we all ended up like we had our we had gone our separate paths that night and then we ended up meeting up that night because our friends were, were best same. friends. Yeah. And yeah, so that happened and then I had way too many four locos that night, super drunk, and that was the first time we had like hooked up and um the rest is kind of just history, history from there. Right yeah. She said she wanted more shout outs on this podcast. So here you go, Lindsay. I got you, Lindsay. When are you actually showing up? <coughs> no shade. Um, also, all right. So you didn't meet her in your hoe phase. Would you say that you met anyone that was like dating material in your hoe phase? I met you. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, shout out. He just said that I'm dating material. Somebody yeah. wife me the fuck up. <laughs> I am ready. I am here yeah, for Yeah, like, no, no. When I met you, um, obviously, we talked for a little while. Uh, it was it was like a hoe phase for me. I had just gotten out of a pretty bad relationship at the time. I remember you said she was crazy. Yeah, Correct, yeah. At the time. Uh, at the time. She, she's better now, but... Um, you know, yes, for she, mental stability. We're fucking here yeah. for it. And I won't go into details on that, but um, it was my last semester in engineering school, so I had like all these classes. I had my senior design. I was working full-time at the Apple store. I was stressed to the max, and I just kind of put everything else on the back burner. I also feel like our communication kind of like diminished because you have that going on. Mm -hmm. I was also a manager at the place I worked at before and I was working on opening two other stores for that company that I worked for. So both of our schedules were like completely opposite. Not only that, I feel like we're the same person. Yeah. So like that dynamic is like I'm looking in a fucking mirror and I don't know how well that'll work. (laughs) It's going to either work very well or we're going to be very fucking toxic for each other. Yeah. And I prefer to keep you here in my life forever. So Definitely. 
Um, so as co- as co-host of you know this podcast, surviving with Jen, yeah. you know we're out here just trying to fucking survive. Yeah. We need to get some merch made. Um, so in my hoe phase, I had I'll say I had two. The first hoe phase I went through, um, I had just come back from California. I had got out of like this tumultuous relationship. I had dated this guy for like three and a half years. He was very abusive, um, very crazy. Um, and I was like, you know what? Why can't I just go out here and experiment and like see what the fuck I like? So that's when I met this guy. I'm not gonna name drop anything or anyone, um, but this this guy, we were fuck buddies. We'll just use that term. We were fuck buddies for like four years. And that is the longest fuck buddy relationship that I have ever had. So like anytime I needed something or he needed something, we already knew who to call on. What's your longest fuck buddy relationship? Hmm. Oh, let's see. Disclaimer, he doesn't talk to me anymore recently um, within the past year or so. You know. What, was this like actively four years yeah yeah actively four years like off and on like i would talk to people and i would like kind of like blow him off a little bit i would say maybe two maybe three may i I think it's around two uh, of it being like on and off Mm -hmm. where like one of us would get in a relationship and then we'd both be single afterwards and then hook up but, now, did yeah. you guys set boundaries initially, like from the beginning, and you knew like that's exactly what it was? I mean, be? she she knew I didn't want to date her, mm-hmm. but she knew how to back that ass up. If that makes sense, so, look back at it. <laughs> yeah, she, she was the the girl I'm referring to. She was not my type, mm-hmm. and she was a little too tall for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So my guy, I'm not going to say he wasn't my type because, again, I used to think I had a type. Um, I'm not going to say he wasn't my type, but did I ever see him long-term relationship-wise? No. Never. And I think for me that happened because once I meet someone and we set boundaries like, hey, just so you know, like, we're meeting up, we're going to fuck, and that's all this is. Mm -hmm. Once... I set boundaries like that with somebody. It's hard for me to backtrack that. Yeah. So, like, um, I'm not going to call him out, but, like, he started catching feelings a little bit. And I was like, um, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't going to happen. Like, you can't. Like, this is strictly fuck buddy business. Like, you can't be mad at me and I can't be mad at you. Um, you know what this is and I know what this is. We established this, like, years ago. So why are you, like, getting all upset? And, and that all happens sometimes with you, you, you set boundaries, but someone ends up catching feels. So as a guy. Always happens. <laughs> and there have been multiple times where the girls caught feels and I haven't. And then there's been times where I've caught feels hardcore and been like ghosted. And I've been like, well, damn. I'm not going to lie. But, but <laughs> I, I will say this. The girl that, one of the girls that it happened to with me, I really liked her. I wanted to date her. Um, but then she ended up kind of just ghosting me and then got into a relationship like three days later. And 
you know, I wanted to be mad, but like they're married now. So it's like, well, obviously it was meant to be like good for you. She had to go through that just, just to find hers, I guess. But I don't, okay. So I've done my fair share of ghosting and do I like ghosting people? No. Is it necessary sometimes? I would say yes. I don't know how often guys go through this, but like. I mean, hey, I just, I kind of got ghosted this, uh. This past month, but you know I can't really be mad. It was spooky season, so that true. That, yeah, when you get true. when you get ghosted in October, you can't really get mad. It's like boo, bitch, I'm back. You can't be mad at that, or yeah, would you be mad? I mean, they kind of just disappeared. They pulled a Danny Phantom. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. Um, do you have you ever had anything where you're like, I'm glad I ghosted somebody? Yes. Um. I'm trying to think off the top of my head there there's been some girls that uh have been like major red flags super clingy like stage five clinger stage five clinger yes and then um this well this actually happened a few weeks ago I I had uh kind of ghosted this girl like I wouldn't even say ghosted we kind of ghosted each other Mm -hmm. um but like we still see each other all the time at um, the Martin mm-hmm. or JSP downtown, and she's just very, very annoying when she's drunk. And mm-hmm. she's she lives downtown, so she's always at a bar, like drinking, and it's just kind of annoying because like she's in she's like thirty thirty one, and when you're that old and you're just always downtown getting drunk and you're like an obnoxious drunk mm-hmm. like no one no everyone's looking at you and they're like she's definitely single right and i don't for me i've had an alcoholic ex and i don't want to have to deal with that again so usually if a girl gets drunk i need to know what kind of drunk they are like, are they the happy kind of drunk? Are they the fighting kind of drunk? Are they the crybaby drunk? Are you going to, like, try to fight me in the club? Like, what, yeah, what are, if, what's if, going if they're on? like that, I, I don't want to deal with it <coughs> at all. All right, so. Know how to handle your alcohol, ladies. That That is very true. Eat before you go, unless financial health, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to get drunk on the cheap, on the low. Cool, I'm here for that. I support that. But also... Don't be a crybaby. Don't be crying at the club or the bar, wherever the fuck you are. Don't be crying. Nobody, that's I mean, not hey, attractive. Hey, sometimes that Drake song comes on and you can't help it. I mean, I get that. But if we're listening to Drake at the club and it's a sad song, there's other things going on. Yeah, there's something wrong with that DJ. Exactly. Who hurt him. Exactly. <laughs> like, why are you here, sir? Like, what's going on? Do we need to go have a drink together? Um, let's see. I have a few questions. All right. So, um, do you think that the way that we live our lives as young adults, like, do you think that that affects how we date? And when I say that, I mean, like... Absolutely. And I will give you a perfect example. As the uh, millennial and Gen Z generations go, we use dating apps. Not saying that boomers don't, but pretty rare that you see someone from that generation on a dating app. And I will say 
it's made dating harder mm-hmm. because you have so many uh you have so many options and so like you know there's been times where i'm like well this girl's super cool but i also have a date with this girl two days two days later mm-hmm. and it's like she could be really cool too Maybe I need to explore that out. And then you end up liking two or three girls. And then you're having to basically, well, which one do I want to date more? And then you're putting more time into it. Granted, I have a three-month rule. um, But that's not just for dating around. It's more of, do I want to date this person? Mm. Um, So you get to a point where... You have one thing, but there's something else out there. And so it's like, is the grass greener on the other side? Yes. And so it's essentially, well, you know, this is good, but that could be good too. And you never, I, I wouldn't even call it settling. You never stay in one place. You just you kind of. You don't take the time to explore. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, option. and you don't take the time to appreciate what's in front of you because you're too busy searching. About the next thing. Yeah, and and that creates problems in the future because you're never going to think you're always going to think something better is out there. And that's like my big thing. And, think- and and the truth is there's always going to be someone more pretty and someone skinnier, someone more buff, someone that's like nicer, someone that's whatever. Yes, there's always going to be someone that does something better than you do. But what advice, I guess, would you give to people that are our age who are dealing with dating now? Because personally for me, like, all this mind game bullshit, I'm over it. Uh, honestly, my biggest complaint nowadays with dating is just just be honest and upfront with people. Um, I, I've told people before, like, hey, I'm on this date with you, but I have been seeing like one or two other people hasn't gone anywhere but just wanted to let you know Uh, I've also said communication is a very huge thing for me so like if we go out on a date and you know you tell me you want to hang out again I'm going to take that as a sign of okay cool they thought it was all right well I went on a date like a month and a half ago with this girl we talked for, you know, three or four hours at Mellow Mushroom. And at the end of the night, you know, walked her to her car, told her, had a great time. And um, said, hey, let's hang out again soon. She's like, yeah, definitely. Next day, she responded to like three or four messages and then just kind of ghosted me. And I'm like, well. Communication. Yeah, communication. Like, don't tell me you want to hang out with me if you don't. And two, it's like, I mean, I, I got, I obviously got the hint. Um, it was, you know, more of the don't agree mm-hmm. to hang out. Just tell me right then and there so I don't have to like waste any time. No guessing games. Yeah. And I will agree because, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. But um, I will agree because that's got to be like the most frustrating thing is like having a conversation with somebody and like, it seems to be like that you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then like two or three days later, 
come to find out you're like completely on an opposite page than yeah, I was. Like you're reading a whole another fucking book. And that's that's honestly a reason I like going to get drinks for first dates rather than go to dinner because you know I don't want to have to like waste money on a really nice dinner if it's not going anywhere. Like right. I don't mind spending money on like two or three drinks, but you know, if I go to dinner, we sit there talk for a few hours um, I end up spending like maybe, you know, 60, 70 bucks on dinner and then it just didn't go anywhere. Like some people will say, well, you gotta, you gotta take that risk. And I'm just like, well, when you take in that risk multiple times and it's failed, that, that starts to add up. I mean, I agree. You gotta risk it for the biscuit, but like also how many biscuits are you fucking risking it for? Like, yeah. I get that yeah. too. It's like, like, but on like a second or third date, like, yeah, I'm, I'm completely fine with going to dinner but like if you don't, if you've never met a, per, a person in person like drinks should be the go-to place especially nowadays just you know there's some there's some creepy guys out there Facts. um or <laughs> just some guys that are assholes and women too well, women let's, let's yeah. not say that women aren't assholes or any gender per se let's be a little bit politically correct or w- 2021 w- women women too you know obviously uh, i've had my fair share but i will i have a lot of friends that are women and i've heard some just horror stories of some of the men i'm going to tell another story um congrats Lindsay, you're making more headlines um (laughs) she went on a date a few months ago with this dude and she was talking about her family Mm -hmm. and um her dad had passed away you know, last year and, you know, just other stuff in her family. And mm-hmm. this guy with a straight face touches her arm and says, have you thought about having a normal family? The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Straight up said that. And <coughs> she was like, excuse me, what? what? And instead of, you know, leaving the date, like... Um, she should have, she, she did the Lindsay thing and I, I love her so much for this. She ordered like five or six drinks on, uh, his tab, took them and then, uh, made up some crappy excuse to leave. Like, yes, girl, run that man's tab up. Yes. <laughs> and I fucking fully support it. But yeah, I, I ended up, she, she had called me. I had gone downtown to like calm her down because like she wanted to like punch this dude as rightfully so <laughs> and um <coughs> yeah we ended up drinking that night but that yeah. doesn't go to say like be an asshole when you're being upfront and honest with people but like i would say if you're going into something and you're not looking for a relationship and you just want to have fun like make that known mm-hmm. don't like string somebody along for like the bullshit for like a year, six months, three months, whatever have you. Um, but if you just want to have fun, like make that known. I will ten times more respect a man if he tells me up front and honest, like, yo, I just want to like hook up. Like this is just going to be strictly friends with benefits. I will respect you ten times more than if you just like agree to like do whatever the fuck you think this is and then string me along for a while like, no, I'd rather you be upfront and honest with me. Yeah. Because that cuts out time for bullshit. Like, 
again, I'm 28. I'm getting old. I don't yeah. know about you, but like I'm tired of I, these games. I I feel the same way. Like I'm I'm 27 and I'm finding myself at home watching, you know, the Hallmark channel. Not not even drinking alcohol that I obviously have my house stocked with, but like I'm over here drinking my lemon water under my blanket. I I, I think I, this past week I went to sleep for the night. One night I went to bed at like 7.30, the other <laughs> night I went to bed at 8, and I'm just like, who am I? <laughs> but like when you're like me and you get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, I fully support that. I mean... a lot of times I am ready for bed by like 8.45, let's just be real. Yeah, I, I mean I wake, up, I wake up at 6 to start work, but like I've always been that person where I'll go to bed at like midnight or 1 and wake up at 6. I've never really needed sleep, but like lately I've just been... I think it's the time change. That too. You know, but again, I also don't understand that because like I have blackout curtains in my house, so I never really see outside. Um, (laughs) So I guess I just know that it's that time and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to bed. I feel that because I get tired pretty early too. All right, let me ask you a question, and I don't know how to ask this question in any other way except for like this. Men our age think that it's bad for women who are in their hoe phase or like their party phase. Why do you think that's a a thing? Like, as a man, do you stray away from dating women who are in their quote-unquote hoe phase or their party phase and if you do stray away from dating women in that phase why well i i again it's about intentions and it's the same way with women like if you want to date someone who's in a hoe phase i mean you have to really sit back and think i want to date they don't and vice versa and so Obviously, if you if you're in a hoe phase and you meet someone else in a hoe phase and y'all hit it off, um, that's one thing. And then there's other people out there who meet someone that's in a hoe phase and they try and change it mm-hmm. to where like, oh, I'm gonna make them like me and want a relationship, and that's cool. But like, you can't change you, you, someone. You can, but like, you can't get mad when. Especially if they're like upfront and say, hey, I just want to fuck and get mad at them when they don't want to date you. It's like they literally said what their intentions were and you thought you could change them, but you didn't. So when do you revisit that? I guess let me ask. When would you revisit that? If you're... I mean, every few months, if it's continually going on, I would say, you know, revisit it every few months but there there does come a time where you know you got to be like all right what is this like am i wasting my time am i am i wasting your time like mm-hmm. if this isn't going anywhere it's been great knowing you it's been you know strictly dickly but <laughs> hey you know something's got to give like i'm not getting any younger and yeah so Okay, so as a female, I fucking hate asking that question. And I also hate being put on the spot when guys ask me, like, 
So what is this? Because I hate asking that question. And let's just be honest. The way that some women ask that, it's like two weeks in and they're already asking you, what is this? I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like... What is, what would you say is, like, a time limit? Or do you think there is a time limit? Shit, I mean, shit, for me, (laughs) like, if we're not talking about it, three months for me, if we're, if we're actively doing something for three months, we're having that conversation, and then, obviously, if it goes on longer than that, and it's still nothing... You know, that conversation needs to be brought up again. I've never been in that situation. Uh, Normally, I try and define things pretty early on. Mm -hmm. And then after a certain point, I end it because someone's going to end up getting hurt or, you know. We're both going to get tired of each other. Not not even that. It's just wasting time. It's like you can't you can't find Mr. or Mrs. Wright. If you're out there with Mr. or Mrs. Wrong. Right. If you're and, and, so, and someone, spending time and with someone can be the perfect package, but just being at the wrong address. Correct. Like, it happens. And so, you get to a point where it's like, you know, you're cool to hang out with. We get along well. But at the end of the day, like, if you don't want a relationship, you know, all right, well, I'm out. Have you ever Peace. ran into that? Like, you've never been in that circumstance? Where um, it's like, <laughs> because, like, how long is that sustainable for? Because, like, again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Because, like I said, for me, like, I have that four-year fuck-buddy relationship. Yeah. And, like, I haven't seen him in, like, almost a year. Because he got pissed at me. Because I was pursuing something else. I'm not going to say pursuing. I guess that's the wrong adjective to use, but... I had started communicating with someone else who I was actively sleeping with. And because this person was so paranoid about, like, catching diseases, as was I, rightfully so, um, I didn't sleep with my fuck buddy from four years anymore because I was like, well, I don't know how many people he's sleeping with. I'm going to be respectful to this person, and I'm just going to cut that off for a minute. Mm -hmm. I was still nice to him, and, like, we still talked, but he knew from before, like, if I'm talking to somebody, then you know I'm not going to, like, hit you up. Yeah. So, he got mad at me, and then four years down the drain. So, like, obviously, that ran its course. How long would you say, like, that is sustainable for? You know, that... I... I can't really give you an answer on that, because I haven't experienced that. And not to toot my own horn, but I can't think of many situation fuck like fuck buddy wise where I've had to run it out. Normally the female there there's been like one or two women that have not felt the same way that mm-hmm. I've felt. Mm-hmm. But most of the time the women I've been with have always caught feelings for me mm-hmm. and I've had to like basically put boundaries and be like, Hey, I don't want a relationship. Um, I know you said you liked me, but we probably need to stop this. You know, that just- kind of makes me feel like an asshole. Cause normally I'm the one that's like emotionally detached and I'm like, <laughs> um, this is strictly fucking. So like, um, no. You came here what you came to do, and now you need yeah, to go? Yeah, no, like, I don't know. 
as a guy and but, me but saying then again, that as a female, how does that make you feel like... <laughs> I mean, it happens. Like you know, there's there's women out there that are like that that just don't get emotionally attached. Lindsay, you're one of them. I mean, um, I like I. So we love, all have that in common. I love that personally. Like I love that for myself and any other female that's like that. But also, I will say, like, I do run into issues. I have. Let me say, I have run into issues in the past before where I'm like. Well, fuck. Do I ever want to get married? Is that an end goal? Now that I'm older, I do know, like, yes, that is an end goal. See, I, I want to get married. I've run into the issue where, do I want kids? And I, I say all the time, like, oh, I don't want kids. And I think it's because I've dated someone with a toddler. Mm-hmm. And I just was not a fan of it. But I feel like if it was your child, and and, and, that, and that's that's what I was getting at. Um I think if it were my kid, it would be different. And so I'm at the point now where I'm open to kids. Like if my spouse doesn't want them, I'm okay with that. But if they do, I will obviously be open to that. So Mm -hmm. it it kind of just depends who I marry. If I'm meant to have kids, I'm meant to have kids. If not, well, you know. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Okay. So while we're on the topic of like marriage and kids... Do you have a timeline? Because I have talked to people before. I I used to. And (coughs) now it's... I would... Again, I really like to get married before I'm 40. Mm. Um, But no, I I really don't. Because every choice I make of every day um, makes me who I am. And so if if I'm still single, there's a reason for that. And... You know, I, again, I've been out here hoeing it up the, you know, past few years. And I'm obviously, I, judge. I love that for you because how do you know what you like if you don't try it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not at that phase anymore. Like, I'm, I'm really at that point where I'm just like, I kind of just, I, I do want a relationship. Um, but I'm not rushing anything. Like, I'm not forcing anything, you know. They say right. lo- love is like a fart. If you got to force it, it's probably, probably shit. shit. Yeah, no, I and agree. No one wants a shark. Yeah. So. And so when it happens, it, it happens. And obviously our topics are not church related, but I do go to church and I do believe, you know, God will put that right person in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. Okay, so... Here's something that I asked myself when I was going through my hoe phase. And I kind of like question if other people ask themselves this. Because for me, I was like, why am I doing this? Am I potentially just feeling a void going through my hoe phase? Am I feeling a void or trying to fill a void of something that like isn't there? Or like, am I sleeping with random people because it feels good or am I again filling a void like have you ever asked yourself that like going through a yeah 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 uh definitely there have been some times where I'm just lonely um and it, it happens every now and then now where it's like I'm on the couch watching tv I haven't left my house in like two or three days and I'm just like I really wish I was cuddling with someone right now, but um, yeah, l- luckily I don't have any any hoes, so you know I'm 
just content with just sitting there watching TV alone. I mean, I feel that too because you do. I will say, I feel like you have to be. Again, this is strictly my only opinion, but. I feel like you have to be 100% comfortable with who you are to be able to be happy before you're in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and (laughs) it it just gets to the point where it's like I could fill the void with someone Mm -hmm. right now. But then it's just you, you know you're filling a void when you're trying to for the sex. Mm -hmm. But you end up not going through with it because you don't want to have to deal with them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just using them for sex and you know, you don't want to have to deal with them after you have that post nut clarity. That, which is a real fucking thing. Oh, absolutely. And I think women go through it too, it, but it, not it to happened, the extent that men go through it. It happened to me. Um, it was this year, but it was, it was after I broke up with uh, the evil one who shall not be named. Yes, we know who she is. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Story for another time, guys. Tune in. <laughs> that's a long story. But broke up with her. I went through kind of like a mild hoe phase where maybe I slept with two, two people. Um, but yeah, slept with this one girl. And she knew I didn't want a relationship. But... She came over one night, and she she had asked if she could come over, and we hooked up, and then afterwards, I was kind of already tired, and so I wanted to go to bed, and so she asked if she could stay, and, like, I kind of hesitated, and I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And At that s- point, I can take the hint. Yeah, and, like, and so right, nah. she laid down. I was literally on my side, like, about to go to sleep. And she was on her side. Like, we weren't even cuddling. And, like, maybe five, ten minutes into it, she's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave. And I was like, are you sure? But, like, deep down, I'm like, thank God. I was like, I was like, thank God. I did not want her to stay at all. Like, I need you to go. Like, you came here to do one thing. You did your thing. Now, can you please go? Yeah. Do you think that... Okay, because it was a Sunday too. Like, girl, I got to get up for work in the morning. I exactly. ain't trying to. I ain't like, trying to do this. Okay, bye. Yeah. Do you think that it's important? Okay, when you're in a relationship, do you think that it's important to know aftercare? And when I say aftercare, like after sex, because you know, some people require that intimacy after sex. And when I say intimacy, I mean like some people want to be held. Some people want to talk. Some people don't want to talk. Some people want to be left alone. Some people want you to leave the room. Some people want you to like cuddle with them for a second. Like some some people are weird. If like if you got to have the other person leave the room, like you got some uh, commitment issues, maybe. But I don't know. For me, like if I really like someone, especially relationship wise, I'm gonna want to cuddle. Like I like cuddling in general. So like either before. After sex, you know, I'm that I'm that person. Mm. I think for me it depends. It depends on the person. If I'm in a relationship, I would say it depends how intimately close I am to the person. And when I say that... Shit, if I'm in a relationship, I'm like, we're cuddling <laughs> before after. You can either be Big Spoon or Little Spoon. 
Pick you, your pick. Yeah. You need normally I like normally I like to be big spoon, but there are times where I want to be held too. I mean, that's a thing. I have like slept with a few people that like to be a little spoon. Um and I'm not opposed to that. Mm. I will be I will be big spoon. That's fine. It's comfy sometimes. I mean it is. Everybody wants to be yeah. held. I mean it's okay to be vulnerable. Like yeah. that's a thing. Let's acknowledge that. Men like to be held too. They have feelings. We like to too. be held. We we love getting our like heads and our back scratched. That... So if you have nails, that's a plus. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So aftercare is important. Alright. So here is a burning question. And I'm going to ask you first, and then I will answer if you have any follow-up questions. Let's hear it. Would you date yourself? Absolutely. I am a great person. Um, Yeah, like, I I don't know. Like, if I wish I could have me in female form because I think we would get along great. (laughs) Um, Is there anything about yourself that you would change? Hmm. Or is there anything about you that people have said are red flags that you're like, no, that's totally fucking normal? Um, so I, I've been told one of my biggest red flags is I'm selfish. But like, when I when they tell me why I'm selfish, mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, yeah, because like I got told I was selfish once because I wanted to spend my money on myself. And we didn't live together. We didn't, you know, do anything other than we were dating. And I, was, I wasn't I was making a lot of money at the time. And so I wanted to reward myself with, you know, some pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't spending money on her, I got called selfish. Mm-hmm. And then I've gotten called selfish because I wanted to spend my time watching a TV show rather than play with her and her kid, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, in some ways, yeah, I can see that. But at the end of the day, like it's not my kid. Right. And we haven't been dating long enough for me to, you know, really try and to connect with him on like that stepfather level. level. Right. And I will say, like, that's a thing because <coughs> I went on a date. Okay. I met this guy at um, 3000 Bar. And uh, shout out to you. You know who you are. You're great. Great time. Only thing that kind of, like, scared I me. going there. The only thing that kind of scared me a little bit was, like, it was, like, the first night that we went to go have a drink. Like, actually go have a drink. Um, we had already hung out one time before we had gone to Top Golf. Great time. Again, you know who you are. I know you're listening. Um, great guy. Great time. Um, but the only thing I will say that kind of like turned me off just a little bit was that he asked me, and again, he was probably joking, but it kind of like caught me off guard. He was like, Are you ready to be a stepmom? Mm, and and this was like barely the second time that we had hung out. And, like, I knew that he had a daughter and, like, we had talked about it and everything. But it kind of, like, turned me off for a second. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm at this rate, I'm 28. I know I'm either going to be a stepmom or, like, I'm going to fuck up accidentally and, like, have a child and not be with the dad. 
Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen to me. But, I mean, at our age, you're either going to be a stepmom or we're going to be single forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that kind of was like, I don't know. It was like interesting that he would say that to me. So, I, I don't know. It, it was it was weird. I, I would say that was a red flag for me. So, I was kind of very like cautious after that. Like, uh, it was just like a, uh, I don't know. Uh, so I kind of, I'm not saying that I stay away from people that have children because I don't. Again, great guy. You know who you are if I you're do. listening. But that's not Like, a I don't mind if you're divorced or anything. But, like, ki- kids changes the whole dating dynamic. And, like, some people don't mind dating someone with a kid. But mm-hmm. for me, like, I still want to be able to go out, do stuff randomly travel mm-hmm. and it's it's really hard to do if you know there's a kid in the equation right it's not impossible it just makes it a little bit harder it just, it just depends what you're looking for mm-hmm. and um you know i guess being patient well i'm gonna answer my own question would i date myself um <coughs> mm. I would say yes. And this just... I'm going to step out on a limb and say that I'm very fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, mean, the best part... Like, if I were to date myself, like, conversation would be there. Like, I know I would respond to myself. How's your day going? You know, two minutes prior, great. Like, that's that's how good I am I already answered your fucking question before you even asked me. Like, that's how receptive and communicative yeah, yeah. I am. Oh, you texted me at 219? Well, I replied at 218. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's how, yeah. and, and I will say, Zach is great at responding. Me, on the other hand, I'm also in Aries, and I'm on the opposite spectrum. It's going to take three to ten business days. Trust before. me. I know. I'm like, my <laughs> God, why has she not responded? <laughs> it will take me a while before I respond. No one take that personally. I just get really busy. And, and there's times where, like, it's I'm, like, passed out at night, and people will text me. And I hear it. I hear it going off. And I look at it, and I'm like, is this response needed is, is there a response is needed response like if it's like hey i'm drunk come pick me up you know that's something i'm like all right i need to like respond to this but if it's you know are you awake or uh come drink or like what are you doing something like that i'm not responding or if you know there's certain people who will call me at certain times when i know that they're out and i know it's just going to be pointless for me to talk to them mm-hmm. when they're drunk. Um, so I usually ignore the call. You you know who you are. Um, <laughs> here we go. I'm, I'm telling you. I hear your calls. I just don't answer them. Sometimes, you know, if it's past a certain time, a lot of times I do put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I do. I will say I have a favorites list. Um, and the people that are on my favorites list, I'm not going to name drop. But there are a few people that are my close people that I'm, you know, I would say is my inner circle. Um, yes, Zach, you are my favorites. Um, You're about to be on my favorites. I have a favorites <laughs> list. And if they text or call me at a certain time, it will go through my do not disturb function. And I will hear your text message and your call and I will probably respond. 
So what I'm going to do for a second is I'm going to put myself in the hot seat and I'm going to allow you to ask me any question. Oh, don't do and that. I, I don't have, have I don't have any questions written down. <laughs> I don't I really do not have any questions. Is there anything that you think that the listeners would want to know about me that I have to be completely open and honest oh, about? Oh gosh. Hold on. Give me give me like 10 seconds. Do you have any elevator music? Who um, needs some elevator music while he thinks about a question? <laughs> First thing that pops up into your phone. It doesn't even have to be elevator music. Let's see. What was I listening to beforehand? You're not going to want to listen to Tiana Taylor right now. Um, oh, let's see. <laughs> that works. All right, I think I have one. All right, and I have to be completely honest. It, it's really the only one I can think of. What What's your number? What's your body count? Fuck. <laughs> you wanted it. I'm... Um, if I'm being completely open and honest, um, I am not comfortable answering that question. Ha! I stumped you. <laughs> but I have I to be you. honest. Um. I will say... I'll answer it in return, so... It's less... It's a double-digit number, but it's less than 20. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, mine is also a double-digit number. Um, you don't have to give it to me if you don't want to. To be honest, I, I've, I think I've kind of lost count. It's either 56 or 57. All right, that's a good number. All right, so I well, think it's fifty-seven. But again, we're old. Uh, I say old. More, more sure. than likely, I'm going to go through later tonight, and I'll, I will know the answer for sure. Okay, I'll get back to you on that. Then <laughs> I will definitely get back to you on that answer. Now, um, now it is your turn. You get to ask me any question. Obviously, not that one because I just asked it and answered it. Okay, have you ran through the alphabet? Um. No, because it is very hard finding girls that have names that start with um, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> just about every other letter. So you've never met like a Zoe that starts with like a Z or like an X? Mm-mm. Nope. I could think of like a few I, I've Spanish talk girls. I've, I've talked to some that have like had a zoe name but mm -hmm. like never hooked up um i don't even think i've met a girl all right with so if you guys are name. if you guys want to get on zach's roster and your name starts with an x y or z yeah let us know in the comments at surviving with jen on instagram um i also have an email at surviving with jen at gmail.com Go ahead, shoot me an email. We will get that. No promises. Uh, I'm not really in a hoe phase but per hey, se anymore. We, we can uh, let him talk to you. But I, if, you, if you have a name that starts with uh, X, I just kind of want to know what it is because you know that works. I know sure. a few. Like, like well, with with men, you know, you've got Xavier. You've got, um, I mean, you've got all these weird ass names. But like, I never hear any for you know women. So I will say in Spanish, there's. Siomara. And that sounds completely weird, but that can start with a Z or an X, a C or an S. 
Um, let's see. Hot seat questions you have to be completely honest about. Um, I love these because I'm an open book. So like I will... You did stump me a little bit. Like I yeah, <laughs> normally, yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. I'm normally pretty open and honest about things. But that question is a little, oh God, puts me in the hot seat for real, for real. Let's see. Is there any sexual experience that you would 100% relive? Hmm. Like. You don't have to go into details. Well, no, like a person. For Just, instance, like a sexual experience with a person. Be, yeah, it can be. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so what is the one thing that you would like? You wish somebody would do to you again? I don't. I don't think it's the what they did. It was just the sex itself was really like me and that person had like really good sexual chemistry, mm-hmm. and so I, I would I would like to revisit that because it was a good it was a good time. Okay. And, and there's been multiple occurrences. There's been ones with girls that I really like. And then I've actually had like one or two hookups that have just been like hookups. Mm-hmm. And they've been like phenomenal. Um, Is there anything that's like completely off the table? Because I've hooked up with people... That are like this and this is completely off the table. Do not get near me. Do not do this. Do not I mean, do that. I, like, I'm I'm completely straight. I like to think I took one of those like quizzes. Apparently, I'm kind of vanilla. But no, not me. <laughs> well, I only I only say that because <laughs> the quiz I took. Apparently, I'm not into beating women. Uh, I'm not into. Um, smacking them around during sex like obviously if a girl wants me to like smack them or choke them like i will I feel like that's like normal now yeah yeah it is but like it was it was a bdsm mm-hmm. quiz so like a lot of that stuff i'm just like not into um i've never really done the whole like tying someone up mm-hmm. i'm down to try that i will um, say i have done that and I'm, um it's I'm, a lot I, of fun <laughs> But I'm also like, don't touch my butt. Like, <laughs> I don't want someone pegging me. And I there's some guys out there that like want a girl to peg them, and it's just disgusting. I I don't know who I was talking with the other day. This uh, this guy wanted this girl to. Now I'm just kind of trying to figure out who I was having the conversation with, but wanted them to take a shit on their chest i know we were at jsp we had was that the, you we had the conversation that was you. okay okay it was <laughs> yes. you I, I was like it was either you me Lindsay, Lindsay, or someone chris and um i think that was it it was just us four. yeah yeah I'm, we were having that conversation i'm just like what yes like at at, at a certain point <laughs> I understand everyone has their fantasies, but, like, if it's on that level, like, there's some things to me that just kind of cross the line Mm -hmm. where, like, sir, you need to get help. Okay, so I'm not going to say it's gross, and I'm not going to say that it's normal. I'm not going to say that it's not normal because everybody has their thing. No, that's um, that's not normal. Well, somebody, I will be the I will be the person to tell you that is not normal. Someone has asked me to peg them. 
Um, someone has asked me to finger their butt. Someone has asked me to eat their ass. Like, I have had so many... Again, this is me being open and honest. I have had so many people ask me for so many things. I will tell you the one thing... The two things that made me the most uncomfortable. Somebody asked me to pee on them. And somebody also asked me to shit on them. Yeah, that that's just weird. Like... Like, I will not do that. Like, that completely crosses the line for me, and I don't think I would ever do that. Only time I would ever ask someone to pee on me is uh, if we're at the beach and I get a jellyfish sting. Like, I might ask you to do that. It's it's a strong if, but um, it could happen. That's probably the only circumstance where I could ever <laughs> uh, receive a golden shower. Well, somebody and- asked me that, and I was like, um... What do you mean? And he, like, I obviously knew what it meant, and I know what it is and all that, but I wanted him to, like, explain to me the process and, like, why he liked it. Of course, I'm the least judgmental person. Like, I am not going to judge somebody. You know, I say I'm not judgmental, (laughs) but, like, if someone comes at me with that, I'm judging the fuck out of them. Well, he asked me, and I asked him why, and he said that it's, like, a dominance thing. He said that because he had such a dominant personality, for him, it was like a turn on for the female to kind of mark her territory. (laughs) The look he just gave me, guys. I wish you guys could see it. But yes, that is what this man said to me, is that- I would would just be like, I'm not a fucking dog. (laughs) Like, feel free to do me doggy style, but like, no, I'm not- it's just oh no it, i was very uncomfortable i did not do it it was just as uncomfortable well as the i would i would hope I not you, but like ugh. it not even a dominant <clears throat> thing that's just like so unsanitary like ugh. no yeah no uh, and, and i went to this man's house and it did it smell like pee yes yes that that that's disgusting like i feel like you can tell like i mean there's some unsanitary stuff like i, I don't mind like i don't mind sleeping with a girl if she's on her period mm-hmm. like I'll be the first person to, you know, pull a Moses, part in the Red Sea, you know, get my red wings. I'm fine with that. You know, it happens, but like, no, that, that it's just. Uh, no, so I can nasty. never pee on someone. I can never poop on someone. At and, you know, to some people, you know, nasty is only one letter away from tasty, but <laughs> to the rest of us, it's just fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, again, everybody has their kinks. So I am the least judgmental person. If you are here for that, I... We, we, gotta, we gotta come up with a new word for some... Like, once it crosses a certain line, it it we just need a new word. I agree. If you guys can think of a word... All right, we'll do this. You know, you know the difference between erotic and kinky, right? No, please tell me. So erotic is a feather. Kinky's the whole chicken. <laughs> Which one are you... <laughs> More on the erotic <laughs> side. I'm not. I'm not doing anything with a live animal. So no bestiality. No, no. I actually. I, I saw a tweet the other day where someone was defending uh, zoo sexuality, which was basically bestiality. And I'm like, we're getting to a point in society where we are trying to be accepting of everyone and everything, which we do need to be more accepting. But there are certain things that are like mental illnesses that we need to address and just because someone identifies as one thing doesn't mean that it should be normalized i agree 
I will agree and with that. Without getting political, but like that and like trying to, when I see people say they identify as, you know, 20 years younger so they can date someone who's underage, like, no. Like, no, that's that is, a that's line. called pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And if you cross that line, you should be castrated or killed. I agree. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think we're getting to a, a, a point here in 2021 where it's like, all right, but where do we draw the line? Yeah. Like, like what is, uh, there's just so many questions that I have. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, where do you draw the line? Yeah. So I guess that kind of like wraps up the episode. Any other questions put me on the spot? <laughs> Not yet. We'll have to come up, we'll have to come up with more topics and I'll actually like write down some questions this time. Normally I I typically like to just wing it and uh you same know. as I tell the people that I go to CrossFit with if you guys are listening. Oh no, she's she's got a whole bunch of questions written down. I do I down. have a list of I have a list of questions, but sometimes I, just, I do like to raw dog it. Yeah, I do too. It's it's just better that way. You know, surprise. Speaking bitch. of raw dog, um, <laughs> you know, I hope that I am able to have kids one day because I've always thought like, you know, if I've been out here um, raw dogging it and using, you know, protection mm-hmm. for all these years and I'm not able to have kids, I'm going to be really mad because it's like, wow, I took all these precautions not to. And I couldn't... Couldn't do it anyways. Couldn't do it anyways. Like, yeah. Just a random thought I just had. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, what if we're, like, being careful for no reason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'd really be mad about. Like, damn, I missed out on some experiences because I was being careful when I didn't need to be. And I think we're going to end the episode on that. So, I will say, if you guys can come up with a word that draws the line at, like, kinky and erotic and all that, if you can come up with a word... For Zach, please comment on... Also, we want to know, uh, what's your safe word? (laughs) When you are having some just downright disrespectful, kinky... Erotic sex. Erotic sex. What is your safe word? What do you say to get them to stop? All right, so Zach and I are going to have a picture. We're going to take a picture, and I'm going to post it on at Surviving with Jen on Instagram, and the person that comments with the best safe word will get a $50 Amazon gift card from me. Oh, shit. So if you can come up with a bet, if you've made it this far and you've actually listened to the entire episode, if you can tell me your safe word, and it's actually interesting. Don't just come up and with it, some it, bullshit. It's got to be a legit safe word. It can't be mine either. Mine is pineapple. So All right. you can't use pineapple. Something Sorry. other than pineapple. Go to at Surviving with Jen and comment under Zach and I's photo. And the best safe word, Zach and I will choose. And the person with the best safe word will get a $50 Amazon gift card from me. We will see you guys next time on Surviving with Jen. It was great as always. Always, of course. I look forward to next time. We will be out here just trying to survive. We will see you guys next time.